We want to go ahead and start tonight. We want to welcome you to our services. We're glad you're here. Uh, tonight is kind of an unusual night for us. We're going to be having a budget presentation, which I think is very, very important. But our children are going to be having their classes, and we'll sing a song in just a minute that allow those teachers to go ahead, and then our children will be going how? They'll be walking to class, so they're, they're doing great. I just want to have a couple reminders here. The Golden Circle, your luncheon, is at 1130 on Tuesday. Also, there's going to be a Lads to Leaders event leaders meeting tonight in the little chapel immediately following our service. Also, uh, I want us to continue to remember Brother Ken uh, as he is now on his way uh, to Saipan. And uh, we want to remember his work and pray for his efforts and his safety so please do that. That's all the updates that I'm going to share with you tonight. Uh, will you bow with me in prayer? Our Heavenly Father, we're so grateful for all you do for us. We are mindful of the fact that without you, we would be nothing. Father, there's so many today that we know that are sick, and we're thankful for those that have improved and are able to be home or even back with us at services. We pray that you would continue to watch over them. And Father, for others who are not able to be with us tonight, we pray that your hand of healing and comfort would be upon them as well. And Father, for those that have lost loved ones and that are grieving, we pray that you would bless them and you would strengthen them, Father, as only you can. We ask your continued blessings upon the church here at Boonville. We're so thankful for this church. We're thankful for what it means in this community and throughout the brotherhood. We Pray for our elders who lead us in such a capable way. Uh, we're so thankful for our deacons, our Bible class teachers, and, and so many, Father, that are involved here to make the work here a success and to bring glory and honor to you and to your kingdom. Continue to bless us, Father, in all things. In Christ's name, amen. All right. Jesus loves the
unto thee, O Lord. Do I lift up my soul unto thee, O Lord? Do I lift up my soul? Thank you for choosing to be here for this budget review class. Our, our theme for 2023 is reaching forward and the eldership has kept that in mind as the budget for this year was prepared. Uh, information sharing during this class period will involve several individuals touching on many elements funded by the budget. As Doug indicated earlier, Ken Forrest, who's currently on a mission trip to Saipan, uh, has, uh, he's already shared quite a bit about our congregation's mission efforts and plans, and we don't plan on duplicating what he has so adequately covered already. But our agenda for this class is I have some overview and context comments from the eldership. Jeremy Jones will then provide a financial overview of our budget. Then we'll hear from several leaders about the good that's being done through the generous contributions that you continue to make. We'll begin with Doug Smith talking about our benevolent work then Brother J.T. Beard will highlight our community outreach through the food pantry. Then Aaron Foster will talk about our Lads to Leaders program and our youth program. Bo Gross will talk about the college ministry. And then finally, Tommy Barragona will have some closing remarks. Before I turn uh, this over to Jeremy, I'd like to share three major elements that are impacting this year's spending. We have had a new van on order since December the 9th of 2021. Our communication with the Ford Motor Company is that it's not yet been manufactured. There are supply chain problems, but our order is still open and when delivered, the quoted price for that van is $55,000. Our, secondly, our efforts to get the front of the building repaired are still active. We are currently in discussions with E&T contractors out of Henderson, Tennessee. Their representative has made an on-site visit and based on discussions with them four days ago, 
They are preparing options for the repair of the front of the building along with the cost of each option and our intent is to complete that repair during this year. And the third item is Brother Jordan Coates shared with the eldership late last year that he has made some long-term career plan changes that will make him unavailable to continue as our youth minister after May of this year. He has been uh, personally involved with our current high school seniors since they entered the youth group in the seventh grade. And he desires very much to continue working with that group until they're graduated. So he plans to continue this work until the end of the school year. As a congregation and as an eldership, we want to thank Jordan for all that he's done to promote the spiritual growth of those in our youth group. And the eldership also knows that it's vitally important that we continue this focus on the spiritual development of our youth and help facilitate that goal of moving forward with the spiritual development of our youth. The, the budget that Jeremy will share with you includes funds for hiring a full-time youth minister starting in the second half of this year. Now we know that this will be a financial challenge, but we also know that it's the right spiritual direction for this congregation. And with that as an overview, I'm gonna turn things over to Jeremy. So as I was going back through my notes, just trying to see what I had developed and provided for you guys before, I realized it was back in 2020 was the last time we gave a presentation like this. A lot has happened in that time frame, amen? At that time, we went into March, and we weren't sure what was going to happen. It was amazing to see that contributions held steady. Y'all did not waver in your commitment to the church. It allowed us to build up funds for future activities and future events. And whenever the pandemic came to an end and we really opened things back up, we have gone full tilt forward and we continue to do so. And so I want to start off with saying thank you and commending you for allowing us to do so much here. Uh, when you look at the budget and whenever I look at it, sometimes you can get lost in the numbers. And so that's why when we did this presentation for today, I told Jim that I think it'd be great to have some of the people that are on the front line in some of these ministries to share some of their stories, some of the things that give meaning to these numbers and your contribution that you do and you sacrifice for every week. And so I want to say thank you for that. Before we get too far into this, I do want us to, to go to God in, in prayer as we uh, uh, endeavor in this class. Would you bow with me? Father God in heaven, we thank you so much. We know that every good and perfect blessing comes from you, and we are just uh, able to enjoy a small part of it. Father God, we thank you for each and every person that contributes here, both in their time, their money, their gifts,
to your work. Father God, the things we do could not be done without them, and, and it's a testament to our devotion to you, and we pray that we will continue to do so, and that we'll continue to put you first in our lives and in our own first, uh, financial uh, plans so that your work and your kingdom can continue to grow and expand. Be with us in this time as we uh, seek to, to, to look forward to this, this new year and the things that we're looking to do. Father God, we know that you will shower us with blessings as, as, as we challenge ourselves to, to do new things and expand our, 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 our opportunities. Father God, we ask for your guidance in all that we do, and it's in your Son's precious and holy name we pray. Amen. So as I was saying, this slide right here shows you the, the, the charts for giving back in 2019, 2021, and 22. 2019, we showed basically a total budget we were going to work off of roughly 625000 This is from general contributions, not your special contributions, not your fifth Sunday contributions. This is just our week-to-week -week undesignated gifts. So in 2019, we, we exceeded that. We got almost $650,000. Actually, it was 600, $650,600. In 2020... Your pandemic, we received gifts of over $750,000. Now, that does include a one-time gift of $100,000 that was given to the congregation. But even in the time of uncertainty, that we didn't know what was going to go on, our giving did not waver. Well, that pushed us in 21 to, well, what can we do in 21? What can we accomplish here? We set off with the goal of 750000 for 2021. We exceeded that year also. We got another 60000 one-time gift that year that helped us push, us push us over that. And so those one-time gifts were really beneficial to our congregation, allowed us to do some things, uh, allowed us to expand our programs. Do you realize what changed since 2019 to 2021? We brought on a new note that required $40,000 of note payments every year. We brought on another full-time minister in Doug and increased the salaries that we were paying out there. God provided for us from 19 all the way to 21, even into 22, and we did not have to pull back on any existing service, even though we pushed ourselves harder and God provided a great blessing. Amen? 2022... We set off with a budget of about $670,000, $680,000. Once again, that blew through the roof, $750,000 in a time where we're starting to see inflation, where we're starting to see things pull back. Now, I will say in the middle of the year, contributions pulled back, but in December, we had over $80,000 that pushed us right up. Now, you say, well, we budgeted $670,000 then, but we got 750. Jeremy, what did that extra go to? Is that built up in coffers? No, we found a use for it. What we went towards was the food pantry needed more money this year. You've seen your food budget go up. Everybody else's did too. Ours to buy food as well as the number of people needing the service. JT's going to talk to us about that. We contributed more out of the general fund to the mission program. Our ladies went to a new retreat with reform that the church took on a, a good, good portion of that cost of. 
We did security upgrades that weren't originally budgeted. Our college ministry has exploded and we've been feeding and so there was new costs there. We've done new advertising efforts. Everybody's seen their electric bill go up at home. Hires went up too. So all those things built together would have created a hole normally, but God filled that hole. He, he, he has given us more than we could ever deserve in that. Now remember, this is just our regular contributions, not the designations that you do. This is a look at our weekly averages. 15,370 is what we're averaging or what we're projecting for 2023 that, to meet our needs. 15,370. In 2022, we actually averaged 15,800. So yeah, we're pulling back a little bit. But that doesn't mean there's not a challenge set before us for the future or for the needs. Because like I said, in the middle of the year, contributions pulled back. I was worried. December came in and got us back on track. So we're, we're in good shape for 23. But we're going to talk about 24 some here in a little bit. So for 15,370 is our 23 weekly average. You'll see how we've ticked up from an average in 19 of uh, 13,500. In 20 was 13,600. In 21, our average increase, not including the special 100,000, the extra 60,000. In 21, we went up another $1,500 in, in regular giving coming out of a pandemic. And then in 22, we've even gone up another 700 uh, um, a week of 15,844. This right here is what's blown me away every year ever since we've started doing Fifth Sundays. We give you the opportunity to give and we set aside Fifth Sundays for certain opportunities. We do benevolence, we do mission work, we do our own capital needs, and we do debt reduction. Well, you see from the chart behind me here, every year that's gone up in every category. Isn't that amazing? When we give you the opportunity to say, hey, where do you want your money to go? You respond, and it responds in great and powerful ways. In 2022, we had contributions to missions of 37,228. For our benevolence and food pantry, both, both Fifth Sunday as well as, well as special contributions was 51,159. That included a $25,000 one-time gift from a member of our community that saw the work we were doing and wanted to help out. And you know what that did? that plugged a hole that we were seeing for 2023. And so we're relying, we're, we're doing a, a lot of reliance on that $25,000 gift. Our capital was 40,396. That was collected for our facade on the, outside, on the outside repairs. We're still got that to do. And we did debt reduction of $28,449. All that represents in 2022, an increase of about $100,000 over and above what you do on a normal Sunday or on, on an average week. So you gave an extra $100,000 to send out missionaries, to feed the hungry, to clothe, to take care of our needs here, to get us on a better financial step. Thank you. 
That totaled $157,232. Since 2019, we've collected almost half a million dollars extra over and above our weekly. 125,000 went to missions, 125,000 went to benevolence and food pantry. That doesn't even talk about how y'all fill up this, this uh, shopping cart out here in the foyer every week. That's not even in these numbers. And then we've had $213,000 goes to our facilities or to our equipment or to reduce our debt. So once again, thank you. Your sheet in front of you is our summary of our 23 budget. It's got information. We, we have a five-page detailed budget where we look at, at line item after line item after line item. And this August, we've all shrunkated this down into one page for, for you to consume. Down at the bottom of that page, you'll see our funds on hand. We have general funds of $418,340. That includes CDs that we've got. That includes cash in the bank, et cetera. And then we have money set, set aside for certain purposes for our college ministry, for uh, benevolence. Let me get that page so I can see it more easily. Our food pantry, benevolence, missions, capital, and our college. And so all those in our designated is 166000 225, and you can see at the bottom of that page how those are broken down into each of those groups. Most of that is in our capital account, and you'll see here shortly that we're planning to spend every bit of that. For 2023, again, I said we were going to have total contributions of $737,000. That's over a 48-week budget, our fifth Sundays, which make up the rest of the year. Y'all get to decide what that is. So of that, 675,000 is going to go to our general operations. 62,500, the elder says, this is how we are going to support our missions, our college, and our food pantry. And so you see that at the top of the sheet there, uh, totaling up to 737,000. Designated contributions, we haven't budgeted any of that yet. We will once, once that's provided. The only portion that's in there is funds that Beach Hill Church of Christ provides to our college ministry of $200 a month, and they've done that faithfully for years. And so we've got that uh, coming in. We do have money invested in CDs, so we're projecting about $12,000 in proceeds on that now that interest rates are uh, starting to, to improve. Uh, so we are putting some of that money in that we have in reserves to work. And then the rest of it's broken down into congregational. That, that's our inflow. So we've got total inflow of 685000 for general purposes, $84,700 of our general contributions that are going towards those designated purposes. Congregational expenses, 409307 to run our congregational programs. And we'll talk about those in detail shortly. 16000 is towards our college ministry. Our facilities and debt service, 243429 will come out of our general operating account. 117322 will go from our capital account. Our outreach and missions, that's our mission work, our benevolence, et cetera, 32606 will come from our general funds, 93800 coming from our designated funds. So you'll see our funds used there, 685000 342 from our general, 
leaving us basically break even on the year of $118. Our designated, you see a big negative there. We're going to spend out $160,725 on those programs. So at the end of the year, we expect to have about $418,000 in our general and then have about $5,000 left in our designated. Those will get built up some from your giving. Some of those will be held over for 2024, but our plan is anything that's designated, we're going to have a purpose for it. And we will amend the budget for any designations for Fifth Sunday or just general designations that you give. Um, uh, so uh, I want you to know that we do honor those and we do appreciate those. Uh, we are going to break down here um, our congregational expenses, and you've got this on your sheet as well. Approximately 56% of our, of our budget is going to go towards congregational. That covers our ministers, staff, current uh, office staff. The um, uh, does not include our maintenance and cleaning. It will include the youth minister that uh, Brother Jim talked about. So that all totals up with their uh, payroll taxes as well as uh, their employee benefit plans, retirement health that we provide, 295000 our office expenses are 27600 That's our supplies uh, uh, that we need to, to make it run. Lads to Leaders is one of our biggest uh, single-line-item programs, 17500 Our youth ministry, that's for their retreats and their activities, 17500 Supplies for the annex, uh, which includes uh, some of the things to help the college run. Supplies for the auditorium, our communion, things like that. 14900 our college ministry, 16245 our education program, 11500 Christian scholarship fund that you saw that we gave uh, three checks out today uh, through that uh, uh, separate arm, $10,000 we contribute to that every year. Uh, our children, young adults, and Golden Circle Ministries, another 9900 on the year. And our fellowship meals and other expenses, 5320 So again, all that totals up to 425552 And again, that's about 56% of our budget. Next is our facilities and our debt service. Our capital improvements, Jim mentioned the van and the facade outside, as well as other things that we've got planned for this year. We're looking at $126,000 in expenses just in those categories. Um, staff wages, this is our cleaning and um, um, maintenance, 68356 Utilities, this is one of those areas that went up this year, uh, $59,000. Maintenance and supplies, 46260 Our note payments, 40621 And insurance, 20514 When we have our fifth Sundays, uh, for our uh, capital purposes, we will have the plans and, and uh, needs at that time uh, for what that uh, Sunday will go towards. And so, again, that will increase these numbers. And then, again, the debt Sunday goes straight to a debt payment. So that uh, directly reduces our uh, uh, note requirements there. Um, one thing I didn't mention were the dates that we're having these. Uh, for the facility, the capital improvements, that's July 30th. On our debt Sunday will be October 30th, 2023. Right now, we have long-term debt of $430,674. Uh, 
Um, and again, that'll be, uh, hopefully we'll be, we'll be uh, underneath $400,000 this year after regular, con regular uh, note payments as well as our special contribution. Uh, our outreach missions, this is an area of the budget that has, has really gone up in the past few years, not from regular contributions, but because of your answer to Brother Ken as he presents new, uh, new ideas and he challenges us to, to continue to spread the word. Uh, and so specifically within the mission, the mission team, uh, they're, they, they're gonna spend out $58,374. Uh, that includes, um, uh, or doesn't include the fifth Sunday, that that one's gonna be April 30th. Uh, our benevolence and food pantry, $35,484. Uh, again, this one will go up on January 29th of 23 with uh, that designation towards benevolence. Uh, we send a monthly payment over to Pineville to support them and we have some money that's budgeted for their students to participate in our youth activities. Uh, we have done advertising this year on uh, our local Blue Devil TV as well as the uh, Northeast channel as well as we just do our normal uh, uh, advertising in the newspaper. Uh, $7,800 there. Uh, counseling, uh, that's for Sheila Bailey. We provide 6546 to her. Uh, Christian education support, that's uh, payments to our um, local college, or not our local college, but uh, nearby colleges, Freed Hardman and Heritage, uh, 2,160. And then we have just other miscellaneous costs of 1,800. So in our mission and outreach, that's 126,464. Uh, again, that represents about 17.2% of our, of our budget. Um, and so there's that. On those lines, a lot of that summarized. If you have any questions, I'm more than happy to answer any questions on those. I do want to take a moment to uh, kind of hone in on our designated items uh, because those are particularly interesting uh, for, for y'all. And, and it's basically just going to be going down the, the individual columns there. Uh, for 2023 in our benevolence, we've got $5,350 that we're starting the year off with. That'll get us through January. That'll get us through a little bit into February. And then thankfully we've got our fifth Sunday coming in. That'll be determined. We expect to spend everything that you provide and then hold over roughly $3,000 at the end of the year to take care until the next fifth Sunday in 2024. Uh, but again, understand everything you provide there, we'll find a use for it. We'll find a way to, to um, be the hands and feet uh, in our community, uh, hands and feet of Christ. Uh, okay, for our food pantry, uh, I mentioned before we did have a $25,000 special contribution uh, that you know, in December. Uh, so we start off the year with 27134 uh, right now, we're planning on giving uh, roughly 6000 out of the general contributions towards that. Seeing how December went, I expect that number to have to go up. We spend over $6,000 in December alone in our food pantry ministry. Normally, it's about $1,500 to, to $2,000. So um, we'll see how that continues on. We've, we've got monies in reserve that we'll be able to keep that program going. And so we don't have to uh, be necessarily concerned by that but know that that is an area of our, of our uh, operations that is seeing tremendous needs right now. Uh, you give both financially as well as with goods every year, and so um, 
that'll that'll increase the opportunities in in those fields and meet the needs that we have there uh, we plan to spend everything that we get in this category so we won't have anything left at the end of the year for this so again rising food costs have increased the needs here as long as, as along with the demand in the community Uh, for missions, Ken gives us regular updates on missions. On you know, he he says here, this is what y'all gave, and and by the time you get a chance to hear the number that we receive, they've already got checks written to where it goes. So it's amazing how quick they react. Um, and I wish I knew all the men on the the missions team, but I think y'all have done a great work in the past several years or the past couple of years since that group has come together. Uh, to, to one, it's, it's helped the elders be able to, to give people time to focus on uh, what needs are out there so that they can focus on our flock. Uh, but, but two, it's just, it, it's given an opportunity for someone to speak back to the congregation to, uh, to show what needs are out there and for y'all to respond to them. Uh, the general budget provides 44200 to the missions. They started off the year with 14174 uh, that includes your your special memorials that were uh, on hand at the beginning of the year that were given in December and I can go and tell you they got every bit of this ready to spend um, so they've got over 50, 58,374 available right now we've got foreign missions of 54,174 local missions including our jail ministry or correspondence courses uh, $4,200 for that so our total mission outflow is going to be 58,374 they're going to spend every bit of that. The only thing we'll have at the end of the year is whatever ongoing commitments that are in play. So if they've committed to a minister, to a uh, missionary, to support him for 12 months, they'll make sure they've got enough cash in there to, to honor that commitment at the end of the year. Uh, lastly, uh, no, not lastly, uh, we got one more after this. Uh, for our capital funds, Jim touched on this. We've got $115,000 in the bank for, for this. Uh, until these big expenses go out, we're going to put some of this money into investments, uh, CD or not CDs, but uh, short-term liquid investments, money markets, something to get a little bit of return on our money uh, because it may very well be the summer before we spend this money. Uh, so we hope to have $117,000 to spend towards this. Uh, Jim mentioned the van of $55,000. That number may change once we actually get the vehicle and they've, they've built it because, um, you know, from December of 21 to now, uh, new vehicles have cost more. Uh, we've got the facade repairs. They're still gaining information, but we're hoping that's going to be in the $50,000 range. And then we're going to have other needs. We've got air conditioners. We've got other uh, things that need to be replaced around here. So we'll spend the rest of that um, uh, money so we're looking at 12,322 plus the fifth Sunday and that will be um, again in July uh, and we don't expect to have any money left in our capital funds at the end of the year lastly will be our college ministry uh, we've set them up a little bit different for this year we've provided their own bank account for them to to manage their needs from uh, we put in $2,500 into that account in December uh, there were special contributions that they received, so they're up to 4,045 to start the year on. We expect to collect from Beach Hill 2,400. We'll have uh, support from the congregation of 12,300, so they'll have total available to them 18,745. 
their budget is set up so that they'll try to maintain that $2,500 um, in that account. So they'll spend out $16,245 this year. That's our budget, guys. For those that aren't numbers people, wherever Brother Stephen's at, they might have just been bored out of their mind. Okay, that's why I want to, here here shortly. We're going to have these other men men speak to us. But before we get there, again, I want to emphasize we're planning on spending every bit of our our designated funds. When we look at 2024, we don't anticipate those ministries diminishing. And so that, those funds are going to have to come from somewhere, either from the reserves we've got in hand or from additional contributions that come along the way. But we know that any time we receive those unexpected contributions, that that's the Lord providing for us to do new and great things, okay? To expand our work, to be able to, to, to meet the needs of those in our community or, or those among our brethren. And God has blessed us and our congregation with the generosity from our current members, past members, I mean, we've got this great facility around us that so many here long, that, that have long since gone, gone, they have provided for us today. And so it allows us to impact our, our community and the world and it allows the word to grow. Second Corinthians 9 and 7 says, Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, but God loves a cheerful giver. And I can tell you from looking and from our discussion tonight, from looking over what y'all provide, you provide an overpouring, an outflow of financial gifts to this congregation. And I want to say thank you for that. And I can strongly just say that, that you give freely, you give cheerfully, knowing that your gifts are being used, knowing that they're furthering the Lord, Lord's work. They wouldn't be going up over the past four years if that wasn't true. And so again, thank you for that. Anytime you talk about money, it always comes back to, well, you, you got the command to give on the first day of the week. 1 Corinthians 16, 2, on the first day of the week, each and every one of you has to put something aside, store it up, as he may prosper so that there'll be no collecting when I come. We don't have to ask hardly ever to meet a need. We tell you what the needs are, and y'all provide for it. And so the funds we have on hand allow us to provide for both the spiritual needs as well as fixed physical needs now and here and abroad. And those reserves allows us to meet those as they, as they arise. And so again, thank you for living this verse, for giving as you do. But obviously we're not immune to the rising cost of our operations. Oftentimes we have to have hard conversations that we're, we're we have to say, well, where, where can we cut? What do we, what do we need to do? And again, in 2024, we expect to start using those reserves whenever we bring on a new minister, when costs continue to rise, when our existing funds on hand are being depleted. We expect to use up more of our main operating account. We want to be open and upfront with you on that. We have them there. We're going to be okay for a while. But... In light of that, and the elders know this, they're saying, God's going to provide. We know he's going to provide. We want to get a youth minister. We want to do these things. And so they're challenging us knowing that you've given a lot in the past. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to push ourselves further. We're going to keep it going. We're going to keep reaching forward to serve God. 
and to continue to be his hands and feet in this community. And so they're challenging us to meet the spiritual needs of each other and our community and to continue expanding our local work and outreach. As your financial contributions and sacrifice exceeds what we plan, it allows us to meet the physical and spiritual needs of those in our community as well as our membership. That's with our paid staff, where we continue to provide for them because in 1 Corinthians 9 through 14, it's telling us, hey, when you have somebody working for the Lord, you pay them. And so we're expanding our staff to do that or, or, or increasing the full-time staff on that. Um, the funds that we have coming in, whatever the need is, we try to provide it. We, we rarely turn somebody away. Matthew 25, 35, and 36, you've got the judgment scene. Lord, when did we ever feed you? When did we ever clothe you? You did it when you did it to the least of these. And so as you give more, we've been able to feed more. We've been able to clothe more. That, that building over there is, is really the face of our community sometimes, at least twice, twice a month. As so many people come in, they get a Bible lesson, and they, they, get, they get what they physically need for, for, for the month. Matthew 28 and 18 is a great commission. Go out into all the world teaching the gospel, teaching and saving the lost. Well, we're able to send out missionaries because of those extra gifts that you provide. All of this shows that the Lord's word thrives through our actions and our congregation will strive daily to serve him as reaching forward in new and great ways here in Boonville and abroad said it like I'm a broken record, but I want you to know we mean it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for giving your time, giving your goods, giving your, your, your hard-earned dollars for your brothers, your sisters, and your community. Because all this is, it can't be done without you and what you do. And we want you to know that what you give is being put to work for good. Thank you for the non-monetary gifts that you give to the food pantry, to the time that you give without ever asking for anything. Thank you. For our teachers who are in the classroom, they're not even here right now, or half of them aren't, to hear me say thank you. You tell them thank you as well. There are so many people here that are involved in so many different ways that need our encouragement, need our support, and so take that opportunity to do that. Thank you for responding anytime that there's a request. And the elders, deacons, staff, they want to thank you for your continued generosity and support. There's only so much that I can say through numbers or can say through thank yous and, and, and through this. So now I'm going to give an opportunity for Doug, for uh, JT, for Aaron, and for Bo to come forward. Uh, and they're going to give you some real stories. They're going to tell you, hey, Jeremy's told you numbers, but here's what those numbers do. They're going to show you the hands and the feet more than these numbers ever could. Thank you for your time. Thank you for uh, indulging me in this time. Brother Doug, I'll let you take the, take the, the, the mic at the moment.
Somebody, Aaron just mentioned the kids will be out of class in about five minutes or so. So, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying we may need to uh, tell them to stay in class or come on in quietly. So, anyhow, uh, you know, it looks like to me if, if they'd get Jeremy up in Washington, he could kind of take care of the spending, you know, don't you think so? The way he handled all that. Jeremy does a great job, and I appreciate his conscientiousness and all the work, the tremendous amount of work he uh, puts together in organizing this, and uh, we owe him a great debt because of that. Benevolence involves a lot. The Boonville Church of Christ desires to glorify God by being generous with the blessings that uh, God gives us, and we offer help to individuals and families with food and clothing and shelter, sometimes uh, utilities and medical help. And our primary goal to uh, in benevolence is to lead all with whom we help to a knowledge of the truth found in God's word. And we want to strive to honor God by being good stewards of the funds that are entrusted to us by God and the congregation. We know the early church, the book of Acts, had favor with all the people. And one reason because of the, is because of the benevolence uh, that those people had uh, on those that were less fortunate. Now, the Benevolence Fund is intended as a source basically of last resort to be used when an individual or a family requesting assistance has explored all other possibilities of assistance and appropriate uh, sources. Uh, it's intended to be a means of assistance during a time of crisis and other hardship, and any assistance provided as benevolence is intended to uh, be a one-time gift. Now, JT's going to talk about, and you need to listen very carefully to him about our food pantry, but I've just got to say a word about JT. Uh, JT puts in many hours in going about different places, stores, and so forth to make sure that our money brings in the most amount of food possible. Uh, JT is a bargain hunter. Uh, he'll find the cheapest can of peas or whatever the food item may be anywhere around. And, and I appreciate JT, and you ought to as well. Uh, he just doesn't go and spend the money without thinking about uh, how he could spend it uh, for the better good and to get the most out of it. And I appreciate him so much. Now, in addition to the food pantry uh, that happens the second and third Thursdays and as well as other times, I guess that's about 1,447 people. This year we also helped 70 different families that were in need of help with utilities and gas and occasional rent. People are hurting. My heart in benevolence has changed since I moved to this church about 13, minutes, uh, 13 uh, months ago. Uh, I've changed my complete view of people. There are people in circumstances, maybe they could have avoided it, but they're in these circumstances and they're in dire need. Uh, and we need to be aware of that. Uh, we ought not be judgmental toward people just because of the financial situation that they're in. Uh, there are people every day here, even during the cold weather, that have their power turned off and are in need of help. And sometimes we, we can't help them or we won't help them because of certain circumstances. But people have needs that we need to try to fulfill. And that's just a fraction of the requests we receive. There are several we help that 
maybe aren't even recorded because they just the recording kind of slips through the cracks. We've also started uh, in the last year, we buy McDonald's gift cards in five card increments uh, to give to people. That's a good way, I think, to uh, help people that are in need, particularly if there's children involved, so that they can immediately go to McDonald's and, and get a good meal if that's what they need. So that's something that we've implemented as well. Uh, and we, of course, never contribute cash or give cash to people. Uh, we try that as well. Now, I'm going to talk particularly about the clothes closet. Uh, the clothes closet is a wonderful tool of benevolence here in this community. You're not going to find any department store anywhere as organized or as efficient as our clothes closet. And we have hundreds of people that come through that clothes closet each month. And uh, the reason it's so efficient is because of the people we have running it. Uh, Charles and Sandy Bonham have done a great job for years in our clothes closet. Brother Charles continues to spend many, many hours a week uh, trying to organize that. Now, Jerry and Andrea Barrett uh, have developed a scanning system. Uh, Andrea says Jerry gets all the credit for developing that system, but this scanning system literally keeps up with every piece of clothing that's given away every month. It keeps up with the inventory, and uh, we can see exactly what kind of items we've been given away uh, throughout the course of the month and the year. Uh, Jerry and Andrea even have purchased nice shoe racks. Uh, I would recommend you go come sometime and just see how it operates, to see it in action. It's truly amazing. Uh, everything about the clothes closet's top notch. Uh, it's really the best I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot of it. It's the best I've ever heard of. It's gotten to the point now that uh, different pairs of ladies are in charge of restocking particular clothes items. For example, Emily Kendrick and Maydine Crow are in charge of inf the infant shelf, cookbooks, media, and toys. Martha Goff and Brenna Dunavant uh, handle the men's clothing racks. <clears throat> Leanne Jones and Janita Estes handle the children's racks. Uh, Jody Smith and Samantha Carlson handle the shoe racks and dresses and skirts. Kay Jackson, Izzy, and Francille Davis handle the ladies' pants racks. Uh, Sonia Holloway, Sandra, and Meredith Newman do jeans and underwear. Oh, I said that in public. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, Lawana Cobb and uh, Melanie, when available, handles the ladies' tops racks. And Andrea Barrett does the household items, purses, and bedding. And it's not unusual for some ladies like uh, Sonia and Andrea and Jody to spend a lot of hours up here uh, during the week organizing things and putting new items in the clothes closet. You'd be surprised how many items are new. Uh, we place a lot of items uh, up that just still have the tags on them. So they're getting quality clothes. They're just not getting torn and uh, raggedy things. And I think that's very important. And the thing about it, these ladies are excited about what they're doing. You can see it in their eyes. They're excited about the fact that they can help people in our community that have less. And you can actually see the good that's being done and the hope the folks that are helped are so thankful. And they express appreciation for the help that they receive. And we have many others who help from time to time. 
especially on special occasions, maybe when we have a closed giveaway day. Uh, people like Bob Maddox, Trey Maddox, Jeremy Jones, Ben Mooney, Melanie uh, Cole and Levi Sweeney, Anderson Thomas and Sully Long, Gibson, Turner, Lawson and Cassie Foster, Davis Foster, Elena Rogers, Gavin Newman, Ben and Jerry Barrett, Jennifer Bonham, Jackson Cobb, Mary Alice Coates, Buster and Sandra Green, Lisa Hodgen, D. Worley, Pat Wade, and Molly Tennyson. Now, Merle Crow, he is always uh, in the food pantry working as well. You have Anita Forrest and Fred Goff, uh, who's always helping with the food pantry as well, and Guy Gardner. These are just a few people that have made at least some contribution uh, by giving of their time, and I sure hope we try not to leave anybody out, and if I did, I apologize very much. I'm trying to hurry. With the new tracking system and scanning system put together by Jerry and Andrea, we're keeping track uh, of everything, clothing, clothing, shoes, toys, books, bedding, and toiletries, uh, household items, coats. From April 21st of this year until the end of this year, uh, we gave away 10,269 items. And so if you add the other three months that weren't tallied as a part of this, we easily gave away more than 14,000 uh, different items uh, to those in need just in the way of clothes in 2022. Now just quickly, how does a Thursday work every second and third Thursday? Well, the people line up in front of the tack and they'll come in to a table and they'll register. Uh, Jadida and Brenda and Jody are always there. They have sheets that they've already filled out if they come before and we tally that they're going to either go to the food pantry or clothes closet or both. They receive a little card that designates that. After we get about 25 or 30 people in the other part of the tack, we have a Bible class and I'm privileged to be able to teach that class. Just for example, uh, one of the classes recently, I talked about Mark 16, 15, and 16, and the emphasis there was shall be saved. And I wanted to talk about the phrase shall be saved from that passage. And I talked about and emphasized the point uh, in this particular lesson that you hear a lot of different ideas about how to be saved. One man may tell you just to accept Jesus as your personal savior. Somebody else may tell you to pray this prayer and Jesus is going to come into your heart. And one lady was shaking her head, that's right. And I said, no, that's not in the Bible. And she goes, oh no, you know, she, she quickly uh, started saying no. And I was trying to emphasize uh, what shall be saved actually means. And we looked at the words of Jesus, he who believes and is baptized shall be saved. The Lord's the one we want to go to for the answer. And people are asking questions. They always give positive comments. I enjoyed church today. Some people, that's all the religious teaching that they get. But we try to do a good job in that five to 10 minute period, teaching them something that's going to help them to see the need to obey the gospel. We gave out the SOS bag, save one soul, to everybody that came I think it was October, and uh, we've got a good response of people that have been sending in their correspondence course back to the church. I said to them, if you appreciate it all what we're doing, you take this bag with you, and I want you to fill out 
that information and mail it back to us with the self-addressed stamped envelope. And so we're getting results from that. And uh, that's what we want. Uh, we just to sow the seed, God gives the increase. And that's what we're trying to do. So that's basically, uh, in a nutshell, how a Thursday works. Once they leave the Bible class, they go to their cars, they get in and they go to the food pantry and to the clothes closet, another group of 20. Uh, we've had as many as 190 in one month to come. And uh, sometimes I'll teach four or five classes of 20 or more uh, uh, as they go through. And so this is something that's very, very important. And I'm going to close. What I do know is that the Boonville Church of Christ, we're making a huge impact in this community. And uh, the church here, I believe, has a fantastic reputation in regard to benevolence over all North Mississippi. Our light is shining. God's being glorified by our benevolence in this congregation. And uh, it's interesting. I know you talked about Fifth Sundays. There's five Fifth Sundays in, uh, in 2023, so that's good. But the first Fifth Sunday in January is Benevolence Sunday. And I hope that you'll come to me and ask me more questions. This is a real, genuine need. It's one of the best opportunities that we have to reach the lost in our community. And so I want to challenge you to go ahead and consider what you might give to our benevolence program on that fifth Sunday. And realize that this money is being spent in a very expedient way in a way that helps people, in a way that brings glory to God. Thank you. Well, our, our budget presentation didn't work out like we had planned it. We've gone over, we've got children coming in. Uh, so we're gonna have to reschedule some of these other guys to tell you what they're doing in theirs. But let me let me just say this. Our, the time's up. Yeah. These boxes here, if you want to see what's given away in food pantry each, each time, just come and uh, look at the box. Our theme for this year is reaching forward. I believe our budget is reaching forward. We're fulfilling that part of our obligation as a church today. We're reaching forward, and I believe that we are stepping out in faith this year. Our time is up, and let's close with a prayer. Our Father, thank you for all of the many good works that are going on in the Boonville congregation this year. And we pray that you'll be with us as we reach forward with this budget and help us to do what's needed to be done in this community to be a shining light for you. Be with us in all the things that we do. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.